Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. Thank you all for coming here. Mr. Don Sternberg has been known for decades as one of Chicago's busiest and most versatile musicians, turning up on all sorts of recordings, performances, playing a slew of stringed instruments and singing, but mostly known for his highly inventive and dexterous jazz mandolin stylings. Uh, faculty member of the Mandolin Symposium, nationally acclaimed clinician and author of Mandolin Magazine's jazz column since its inception, Don continues to appear at festivals and concert venues around the country, is unarguably part of the upper echelon of contemporary acoustic musicians. As a member of the Jethro Burns Quartet, he shared the stage with such luminaries as Chet Atkins, Steve Goodman, and the New Grass Revival. Master mandolin Mike Marshall calls Sternberg the foremost jazz mandolinist in America today. Names big words, but you can hear it for yourself. Mad Toast Live, WRT 89.9 FM, proud to present the Don Sternberg Trio. Thank you.
you very much. Thank you very much. Great to be back at uh, Mad Toast Live and, uh, and with Chris and Mary, of course. Uh, looking forward to having a nice evening together. Thanks so much for coming to be with us. And uh, uh, they were saying some things about Don, but did you guys meet the rest of the orchestra yet? If you haven't yet. Andy Brown is on the guitar, ladies and gentlemen. Andy Brown. There's only one Andy Brown, and there he is right there. We're so glad. And, and back here on the bass, uh, the young man that we call everyone's favorite bass player, Jim Cox. Jim Cox. Yeah, what a treat to uh, drive up on a, on a beautiful day to the Brink Lounge and uh, have a chance to play for you. Um, we're going to continue with uh, uh, kind of a, a Brazilian feeling thing. Um, we, we actually had the pleasure of playing in Rio de Janeiro a while back. Was it? Has it been a year and a half or so? And uh, as they say down there, Rio de Janeiro. They have different words for everything. And uh, it's, what a beautiful place. I can't stop thinking about it. And uh, we had a wonderful time and ended up uh, kind of naming this tune for uh, some of our experiences down there. You'll pardon me while I look at the music just a little bit. Um, this is also a tribute to one of my favorite jazz musicians from the early jazz years, Bix Beiderbeck. And the tune's called Bix in Rio. I'm trying to imagine what it would sound like if he had had a chance to play down there like we did. Andy, can you set us up in that, your beautiful intro style there? That's what I'm talking about. You see what I mean? Do that again, that's something.
right. Mr. Don Sternberg, Andy Brown, Jim Cox on bass. Thanks for coming, you guys. Don Sternberg Trio. Thank you. Yeah. All the way up there from Chicago there. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Did you start yesterday? It was a long trek. It's uh, I mean, well, if you drive 30. Did. Some of us did. I just came up today. Beautiful day to drive to me. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. It's, I think it's actually spring now. Oh, I said it. Oh, crap. Sorry. I noticed you still had uh, the top of the lake is still sort of frozen. The ice fishermen think it is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Made me feel quite at home to still see some like, snow there. I think I'm going to yeah. drive my truck out there. You know, it's, yeah. it's 18 inches thick. Unfortunately, at the side, it's not. And they say, that's the thinnest part. Well, it seems to me getting your truck to the center is the problem. Yeah. I think it's okay to drive your truck out there, just but right now, in the way things are, you, you don't want to put your mandolin in the truck. <laughs> you just, just just the truck. You leave the yeah. mandolin on the shore yeah. in a dry place. True. Well, mandos float, though. Trucks don't. Right? That's a good point. Yeah, but yeah. the extra weight might really... That's what you don't want. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was hoping we'd talk about trucks and, and lakes. What was that? First thing on the list here. Hey, if you're just joining us, we had the, the great pleasure of, of having you all on the show a little over three years ago. I couldn't believe it was that long ago. I'm sorry, did you say 30 years ago? <laughs> 30, <laughs> seemed like, no. With me, it could be, so you know. It, yeah. it, it was no, like, is it three? It was three, it was three yeah. Wow. The candidate, yeah. But you're back, and it's the same, the same crew. Well, uh, many of the same notes, in fact, yeah. <laughs> So for it's, I think the the audience here is really in the know about Don Sternberg. So yeah. Oh yeah. Thank you. But for for those of you who aren't, and I, I apologize for leading off with this, but it's just a kind of a quick introduction. Um, you, you've been on the scene in Chicago for many many years, and obviously touring all that time in the states, putting out lots of different albums. We'll talk a little bit about about those as well. And you just got back from Rio. This, you have something coming up here, um, uh, jumping around here a little bit. Saturday, April 20th, you are going to be playing with a group called, uh, well, the Don Sternberg Trio, but with Trio Brasileiro. Uh -huh. Brasileiro, Brasileiro, yeah. Featuring Dudu Maya at the Old Town School of Folk Music. That's Saturday, April 20th. Yeah. Did you meet them in, uh, in Rio? Or well, actually, no I met Dudu at uh, a couple of the mandolin camps where we were both teaching. One was the one you mentioned earlier, the Mandolin yeah. Symposium. Um, in Santa Cruz, and then we worked together also in Italy uh, for Carlo Anzo at his, nice. uh, he calls it the uh, uh, Academia Mondolino uh -huh. Italiano. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah, yeah right. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> but Dudu and I worked together those couple places yeah. and uh, became fast friends. And uh, he's in the States touring uh, right now for a few weeks, and he asked if he could do something together in Chicago, and there it is. I hope everybody can come and join us. It's, it's a, he's, he's a fantastic virtuoso. Yeah, and if you haven't been to the Old Town School of Folk Music, it's a really a, a cool venue. It's, a, it's an intimate theater, uh, great sound, very interesting. It's not as cool as this. No, well, no, well, heck. <laughs> no, but Thanks. it's pretty, yeah. pretty nice, yeah. Could you talk a little bit about the Mandolin Symposium? Sure. What that is, because you have, that's coming up also, right uh -huh. here, uh, in Santa Cruz, California, June 24th through 29th. Yeah, uh, well, what we do at the Madeline Symposium, and this year is the 10th anniversary, and it's an instructional uh, event. Uh, it, it's a giant mandolin player's confab, 
on the beautiful campus of the uh, University of California, Santa Cruz. So beautiful there. And this was uh, the, the creation of um, two pretty good mandolin players, Mike Marshall and mm -hmm. Dar um, not Daryl, Mike Marshall and David Grisman. Sorry, yeah, they're, dog. They're, they're, yeah. yeah, fair to mention. So pretty yeah. good yeah. mandolin players, and they got the uh, they got the idea to make a staff of um, players in every style. So I've been lucky enough to be the kind of the swing and jazz guy out there for Very a lot cool. of the years. And, yeah. and they'll have classical uh, bluegrass, of course, old time, uh, every type of mandolin playing. Yeah. So they, if you're kind of iffy on the mandolin, you probably shouldn't go. No, I, I it's it's all <laughs> all levels. Because there's mandolin everywhere. It, yeah. It's, you know, it's part of what makes mandolin the greatest instrument in the world. Is uh, oh. <laughs> 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 there, there it is. There it is. Yeah. Now we just have a ball out there. It's uh, it's it's a yeah. wonderful yeah. place to meet, of course. And then uh, um, over the years, you know, a lot of great friendships have developed there. And yeah. And By iffy on the mandolin, I meant like if you're not sure if you like it or not. Excuse me? <laughs> no, nothing, nothing. Never mind. Moving right along. Yes. Um, let's see. Yeah, not sure. We're here with like uh, Don Sternberg. Yeah. So, and, but so if you don't know who Don, if you don't know about Don, what is wrong with you? No. <laughs> the, um, Jethro Burns is a big. I know you get asked this all the time, but it's a big part of your history and and is an in probably to your world for for some folks that maybe know who Jethro was. Mm -hmm. Wonderful mandolin player. Great. Great entertainer, uh, Homer and Jethro, a great comedy musical team, but just a phenomenal musician. Right. A aside from the comedy, uh, last time you were here about three three years ago, there are all these great Jethro Burns stories, and mm -hmm. I think one of my favorite. You, you told the one about uh, um, you guys. I think you were with him at the time. Came on stage, and he ended up not even playing. Oh yeah. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. He just started talking and joking and. Yeah. There was at least one show like that that I can recall being on where he didn't even play, and I just yeah. <laughs> what do you, do you have another another one? Well, I mean, there were well, it, so many. It, it it could go that way at any time, you know. It okay. just was he was completely whimsical at that point in his career. Of course, this was later in his life, you know, when I was playing with him. And, yeah. And um, so he he would just go with what however he felt at any particular show, and if it meant more talking than playing, well, that was just fine. Yeah. And you never knew, right? I mean, it's not like he scripted no. that stuff, right? No, he didn't script anything. And uh, I, I heard the, the, his lines, you know, a lot of times. I mean, we, and, <laughs> and they were funny every time. <laughs> I guess in part because he'd never, you know, they were in different order. And yeah. he didn't just have a pat thing that he ran. He was yeah. just, just a funny guy. Yeah. Well, what's a, what's a good Don Sternberg story? A Don Sternberg story. Yeah, what, something that's happened to you that was like particularly. Well, I'm there, putting you on the spot here. There was that one time when he actually played the right notes. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't. Can you guys remember when that was? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> then what happened? I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. think we can tell our, our okay. own stories. I, I understand. Yeah, we'll have to. You have to come and see Don, and uh, you'll 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 see. Uh, You'll have to see the, the stories unfold. The same, the same show where, where Jethro talked for the whole show instead of playing, yeah. it was this giant uh, show in Chicago that we used to have called Chicago Fest. It was right on. Now they have Navy Pier there. But, well, Navy Pier's been around since World War II, but and now it's built up into a huge tourist attraction, and it was kind of an outgrowth of this event, the Chicago Fest. They would have 
bands and entertainers of all types for a, a week or two, you know. And, yeah. And uh, he was up there talking and, and finally finished the set. And before we left the stage, he pointed out, like, we, we were on one side of a walkway and then across the other side was a huge bleachers, like you see at, a, at the Indianapolis 500 or something, you know, like bleachers. And he points up, he says, Donnie, look up there, about 16 rows on the side. I said, yeah, what is it? He says, there's a guy there. I see that guy. I said, yeah. And we're both staring at him, you know, blatantly. He says, you see that guy over there? He's got a plaid coat on. I said, yeah. He says, that guy's an agent. <laughs> and I, I said, is he your agent? No. Well, how do you know he's an agent? He says, oh, what? He's, he's an agent, Donnie. He says, you should learn these things. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, just, just, just watch. Watch and learn. And so sure enough, we walked off the rest of the we went down the stairs, and we went, we kind of followed the fence back towards Jethro's car, where he had packaged goods in the trunk. And uh, we, were, we were headed back that way, and, and sure enough, the guy, the guy in the plaid coat came, oh, excuse me, Mr. Burns, I represent so-and-so. <laughs> wow. he, he had nailed the guy from a, at least a quarter of a mile away. <laughs> That's a knack. Was it the plaid? It could have been. I'm not yeah. sure what exactly gave it away, but yeah. he had uh, he had more senses than the rest of us. I mean, he do, he would do that, and he would also do a thing when we were traveling. We'd play a festival somewhere, maybe even in Canada or someplace, you know. And uh, it would be be before or after the show, and it's time for nourishment. And again, late in his life, I don't know how well he was seeing things at this point. And uh, he'd say, uh, you know, I'd be driving down the road in a town that I'd never been in. And he'd say, okay, now, Donnie, I right, turn left right here. Turn left. Okay, now, now, uh, just go, go about, uh, go about a block and a half. All right, right here. I said, what, what do you, what, Jethro, what is it? And he found the best place to eat. Every, everywhere we went, biggest steak in the world. And I said, have you been, were you here before, last time you played? No. He just, he had these uncanny skills. And he was funny, and he played mandolin yeah. better, than, better than anybody. Yeah, he, he was fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's uh, those are good senses to have. Yeah. Agents yeah. and dinner. I think for musicians, that doesn't get much better now. That's right at the heart of yeah. what we do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, he had, uh, didn't he have... He had something he'd said about working as a musician, basically, right? I mean, it wasn't his, he just had this incredible work ethic. It's like, there's no such thing as a bad gig. Right. That was, was his thing, right? Yeah. 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 We, we drove one time uh, to a gig, and, and I was uh, kvetching all the way about the vagaries of being a, a, a professional musician. You know, you have to come in the back and, and uh, through the kitchen, and, you know, and I, oh, man, sometimes it takes, you know, four days for the check to come, whatever. I, and I was just going off. And Jethro was in the back seat, and finally I felt the giant hand on my shoulder. Yeah. And his hands, by the way, were bigger than most humans. And the fact that he played the mandolin is a mystery, because his, his hands were just gargantuan. So <laughs> this hand got on my shoulder as I'm complaining about the music business, and he says, Donnie, what else can you do? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> and I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one more, Chris, if I may. Is that all right? This was on the way to... Uh, that happened on the way to um, a university down in the southern part of Illinois. I think it was Illinois State University. And we were going there with Jethro and his son Johnny, a great, great guitar player, and myself. And, and we were going to play a show at the college there. And when we got there, we walked into where the show was going to be. And here was uh, the man who was running for Senate at the time in Illinois. And he went on to be our senator, and actually a, a really good, good senator. His name was Paul Simon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if anybody had ever heard of Paul Simon, but long-standing senator from Illinois, and his trademark, would he, he would wear a bow, a bow tie. And so Paul Simon was standing, having a reception line uh, for a fundraiser in the back of a room, not unlike this room, where the Jethro Burns Quartet was going to play. I said, well, Jethro, what do we do? He says, he, he kind of lit up. Donnie, watch this. He says, just, now just get behind me now. Just watch this. And we got in the reception line. I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm going I'm to meet the guy who might be senator. He says, well, watch this. And he walks up and finally, right, we're getting within three or four people, and I see Paul Simon's greeting people, and he's, to every person he said the same thing, you know. Maybe Jim and Nancy Nicora were there, and they walked through the line. He says, so nice to see you. Thank you. So nice to see you. And just, you know, glad-handing, you know. And finally, Jethro comes up there, and he grabs Jethro with two hands. just so nice to see you. And Jethro says, listen now, Paul, I got to tell you, I have loved your stuff for so long. Every record that you and Art Garfunkel had, I have every one of them. And I got to tell you, that, that bridge over troubled water, now that was, that was a hell of a song. I, I love everything. And he wouldn't let go. And Paul Simon says, so nice to see you. That's, that's how irreverent he could be. Well, we should let you guys get back to some music. Nah. This, uh, nah. You guys want to hear some more music? Although, if you want to... You can go to DonSternberg.com. It's S-T-I-E-R-N-B-E-R-G. Um, his most recent CD, Swing 220, is available. And at Mandolin Restaurant is back out. That was one of your first CDs. Oh, you're just such a good speller. I just got to spell. I got to spell something. The Don Sternberg Trio. Thank you. Thank you, and uh, we'll do you a brand new one now that we're, speaking of CDs, uh, we have one that we're just mixing right now. So next time I see you, I'll have that. Um, that is um, next time in Madison, which is the Sugar Maple Festival. Hope you can come and join us there. And uh, this next tune is going to be on there. It's a little swing number called Three Downtown.
three downtown uh, well the mandolin can uh, play play p pretty songs too and uh, we got another new one here to spring on you you're, you're so kind ladies and gentlemen that's why we have to subject you to all these our, our newest material here and uh, speaking of, of Homer and Jethro this one actually came to me as sort of a l lament for Homer and Jethro I'm 
um, as Chris was saying, they were they were known as comedians primarily. So one time I got feeling kind of kind of sad about how they uh, they weren't recognized as much as they might have been as musicians. And I started thinking about that, and out came this kind of lament. And uh, I also think about how when I was young and hanging around with Jethro, I wasn't wasn't smart enough to ask him enough stuff. Um, you know, like, how did you do that? That would have been a good good thing to ask him. How did you make the people laugh like that all the time? Why did you play all those great notes? So anyway, you roll it all together, and you get this uh, a little lament here uh, for for Homer and Jethro, and it's called Questions and Answers. And boys, I'll just set the tempo here, and then you come in wherever you're going to come in.
Pitches here, and then we'll play our greatest hit. <laughs> What's well, already on the record? It's on uh, the Mantos Volume One, is it? Yeah. So we want to try to excite you about going over to the record table. And this this one's going to be also on our new our new CD. You got them all in line there, Andy on your six-string overgrown mandolin. You okay? Jim, you okay with the upright? 
fretless low mando bass. Thank you. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. Wow, thank you. Thank you, that's called Donnie Brook. We're gonna call an audible here on the guys. There's being a football territory up here. We're calling an audible. And uh, we'll do maybe one more before we get uh, Chris and Mary up to. I've always wanted to do a Donnie and Strings project, and so it's gonna happen tonight. Uh, but first, is it okay if we play another uh, kind of Latin flavor song? Is that all right? A pretty song for you? Okay. Let's do the Magnanimous. This is another one where I made the mistake of thinking about things, and then out came music. Uh, but this time I was thinking about uh, friends of mine and how they'll do wonderful things for me. And uh, they don't need to do that, you know. So what does that mean when somebody's like that? They do something nice, and you think, why did they do? They don't have to do that. Well, that's that's magnanimous, right? And so that's the name of this song, magnanimous. Yeah. Once again, Andy Brown not only plays all those fantastic uh, fast lead solos, he also plays beautiful chords and beautiful intros. Yeah. I'm not sure how he does that with only six strings on his instrument. But if you could get us going on this one, I appreciate it. Magnanimous, hope you like it.
Thank you. Here they come. Mr. Don Sternberg, the Don Sternberg Trio. Thank you. We're so glad that you're writing a lot of music because you really write some beautiful things. Thanks very much. I've always wanted to play in a, in a string orchestra. <laughs> and these guys said, hey, we can do that. Can, can, can we set the mood here? We're going to do a couple here that wind up this first uh, set. And please stay with us because we've got a whole bunch of other songs to do, many of which you will recognize in our second set. Um, uh, so being from Chicago and being in Savannah, Georgia for the first time, I was surprised. I was down there in, in December uh, working on something. Um, and I was standing there in a short sleeve shirt, and it was December. So I had to write a song called Short Sleeves in December because that was such an unusual experience. I think you, you know just what I mean. It had to have been like 70 degrees at Christmas time. It felt very Midwestern at that point. <laughs> so uh, seeing as how that was such a nice feeling, it's a happy little swing tune. And we're going to get the... Uh, the cello and the violin involved here. Short sleeves in December. Are you ready, gentlemen? Right on it.
One more sure, yeah. All time in the world. Um, just a seasonal number for you right now.
the Don Sternberg Trio, Mr. Andy Brown, Jim Cox, Don Sternberg. Yeah. Please don't go. Please stay around. <laughs> We're going to try to play again, so please don't leave. Yep, right, this is one more stop. first of a two-part two part series. His most recent CD, Swing 220 on Blue Knight Records. Got another one coming out here. Um, coming up uh, June 24th, 29th, Mandolin Symposium, Santa Cruz. And also at the Sugar Maple Festival, August 3rd, right here in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, you can find out more about Don Sternberg at donsternberg.com and past episodes at madtoastlive.com. We'd like to give special thanks to Andy LaValle from Bear Sound, our technical producer and recording engineer. We'd like to thank Adam Baronic, our front of house engineer, Taylor Ryan, our audio intern, Kyle Austin, our video intern, Alice Dusler, our camera operator, Jerry Cherniglia, our at the door. <laughs> and the greeter, yes. Thanks to the Brink Lounge, WORT 89.9 FM, and, and thank you for all listening.